Welcome to the podcast where you eavesdrop into conversations between my friends and I on a weekly basis. My name is Lily Jo, I'm a singer, songwriter and I perform shows all over the world. I'm a qualified counsellor and an emotional well-being coach. You can also check out my award-winning online mental health resource, The Lily Jo Project. I know you will find gems of wisdom within the conversations that I have with my friends. Hopefully you will find tools and resources that you can hold on to, try and test for yourself all around the important subject of mental health and personal development. I am so pleased to welcome you to today's episode of Eavesdrop. So can you talk to me a little bit about what it takes to become Mrs. Florida? What is the process? Enlighten me. Absolutely. You know, just like you're preparing for anything, it's a job. You have to prepare your mind, your body, your soul for what's ahead of you. Um, And especially for Mrs. Florida, um, I'm not sure if you know, but Florida is a melting pot. We are composed of people from all walks of life, religion, you know, different cultures. So something I pride myself upon is just being able to relate to those people and having a relatable mindset Um, alongside having a plan as Mrs. Florida America, as I stated, it is a job. So you want to map out what your year looks like. I'm so grateful, you know, so blessed to be able to have so many partnerships, um, national and international, um, mental health is my platform. So being able to partner up with the national Alliance on mental illness, being the spokesperson for the mesothelioma foundation, Those are just two out of the many partnerships that I've been able to collaborate with. And I have taken those along with my job as Mrs. Florida America. Amazing. So what is it about mental health that sparks your interest or what has kind of um, inspired you to commit so much time and attention to, I guess, the cause of mental health? Yeah, sure. Um, You know, it started back in college. I... Mental health was not my initial major. It was pre-med. I lost my father. I think it was my sophomore year in college. And that was one of the darkest times of my life. You know, um, as you can imagine, grieving, um, going through depression, guilt. um, And I really had no idea what I was going through. I was oblivious as to what was going on in my life. That's really when I hit the ground running on really educating myself on mental health, mental illness, what are the red flags? Um, Long story short, I changed my major and I found a new love. Learning about mental health and how powerful the mind is and how critical it is in our nation has literally just been the forefront of my passion with mental health. I've been a clinician for about a decade and I've seen firsthand, you know, the detriments that can come along with being oblivious to mental health. Um, I've seen firsthand how effective, you know, educating and resources can be for those that are oblivious to mental health. So like I stated before, just partnering with the National Alliance on Mental Illness, educating myself and my loved ones and those around me as a national spokesperson has just been a blessing. And it really started many years ago when I experienced it firsthand myself. Wow, that's so similar actually to my story because um, I had a family trauma that happened in my life. Um, And at that point I was like, I don't know what to do. I don't know where to go. I don't know who to turn to. Somebody recommended a course of counseling. And I was like, 
I'll try it. I don't know how I feel about talking to a stranger about my my innermost thoughts, but having that course of counseling was the, oh my gosh, like the door to the rest of what I've done so far in my life. So I think what's really nice to hear here, and although that, you know, both of our passions of mental health and helping others have come from a really dark time in our lives, I think that's what makes it authentic it's not like you're just kind of going oh well I'm going to think pick a cause out of the air I'll celebrate that cause and I'll I'll work towards that cause it's personal to you and that makes it authentic to you which makes um what you bring to the world so much more real and um and beautiful so thank you for that you know it's absolutely it's amazing that you've followed that kind of trajectory of I'm in pain how do I help other people who are also in pain? And, you know, when you're feeling at your lowest and in and your darkest self, you want somebody else to be that voice for right. you. Absolutely. And you don't have that passion and ability to do it for yourself. So what you're doing is amazing. Thank you. Thank you. I couldn't agree more. Um, and like you stated, um, just to piggyback off of what you just stated, literally being able to speak for the voiceless or letting individuals know that you're not alone. You know, Mm -hmm. many people see a crown and they see a sash and, you know, they see a state title holder and they don't think that, okay, she's experienced something that I'm going through right now, but it's real. You know, we're Mm -hmm. all human, regardless of what we have in front of us or regardless of what the world may see, you know, we're all one and in some entity. So being able to connect with those individuals and just educate them on, listen, it's okay not to be okay. I've been sitting exactly where you are. You know, it's encouraging. And I feel like that's my purpose. And that's why I'm here. I love that. Living on purpose. What an absolute treat. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. So in terms of balancing, you know, your responsibilities and your family life, can you talk a little bit about how you practically do that? That's a very good question. I'm asked that a lot, as you can imagine. <laughs> but I think the word that you just stated um, is pivotal, and that's balance. Understanding how to prioritize. Um, I am a mother of two amazing individuals. I am a wife to my college sweetheart. You know, I'm a high school cheer coach. I'm a mental health therapist. I work at the headquarters for an airline. You know, there's a lot of hats that I wear, um, but I'm also Mrs. Florida America. So understanding, like I said at first, what's important, prioritizing that. And then I can't take all of the credit. You know, my husband is extremely supportive and it's, it's a family affair. You know, um, I try to get my family involved as much as I can in my philanthropic endeavors. Um, but there are times when the family and the kitties can't come along. So that's when dad puts that hat on and he jumps right in and he takes mommy's place at home. Um, and I am forever grateful for his support. Um, my job is extremely supportive. Um, and then, like I stated before, just having that partnership, not only with my, my spouse, but also with my family. My family is a very tight unit. Um, whenever I need their support, they're always there. So I am extremely grateful for the support that I have. Yeah, amazing. I mean, it takes a whole village, doesn't it, to raise children? Oh, absolutely. I'm a firm believer. Yeah. <laughs> I guess there's not really any other way you can do that without with all the different hats that you wear. You have to rely on other people and you have to 
ask for help. And that's right. something that we struggle to do, isn't it? A lot in life, we struggle to actually go, help me, I need help. How right. important is it to, to reach out and to ask for that support that you need? It's imperative, you know, it's, and it's okay. And that's something that I've actually had to learn as I've stepped into adulthood, because, you know, growing up, I've always been this independent, strong individual. Um, I used to call myself Wonder Woman. I can do everything myself, right? Um, But I've stepped into the realization that it is okay to reach out, you know, and ask for help, whether it be mental health, um, or just in your personal life, you know, that's what family is for. That's what friends are there for. That's why God places certain people in your life for certain seasons mm-hmm. is so they can support you and direct your path in some entity. So I've learned that personally, and it's been one of the most blessing that I've encountered is just understanding that it's okay to reach out and ask for help. Amazing. Absolutely. So in terms of like anxiety and depression and those kinds of things, do you have any sort of top tips that you could give um, to anyone who's maybe listening today, who may be feeling is feeling anxious or a bit low? Is there anything that you would say that they could practically go away and do that you would say is one of the best things that's helped you or has helped your clients? Sure, absolutely. You know, first things first is the realization. Um, And I take my hat off to anyone who first takes that first step and understands that, you know, I am going through depression or there is some form of anxiety because I've seen it one too many times where, you know, you just, you sort of black it out and you don't want to face it and you don't want to admit it. So my hat goes off to those individuals who have taken that first step. you know, speaking from a clinician standpoint, I think understanding what you enjoy is definitely key. You know, for me personally, it's working out. You know, that is my stress reliever. I can mm-hmm. throw my ear pods on. I'm in the gym. You know, I'm in my zone and I am detoxing from the day-to-day stressors, you know, whatever may, going on, may be going on in my life in that very moment. I let it out in the gym. Mm-hmm. You know, for others, it may be something as simple as taking a hot shower taking a walk, reading a book, listening to music. Um, You know, I just think it's super important to just fine tune in on what interests you. I, for example, had one client, you know, and it was the first I'd ever heard, but she loved white noise. So she would get a fan literally and just play She would turn off the television, turn the lights off and just listen to the sound of the fan going. And that calmed her. Mm. Strangest thing, but it works. You know, everyone has their own personal nick when it comes to stressors. Mm -hmm. Um, So I would first say, like I said, um, just understanding what you enjoy and then just try different techniques. Um, As a therapist, I sit down all the time and we come up with a list, myself and my clients, and we, we X them off as we go. Well, yeah, that didn't work. Let's try this one. Every individual is different. Mm -hmm. Do you find, um, sort of guided relaxation, meditation, prayer, that kind of thing um, to be useful in terms of anxiety management because it's something that I've been reading a lot more about recently um, and I have actually been practicing more myself mm-hmm. um, and just been reading up on how like actually guided relaxation can actually change the way that your brain works yes. in order to help you process and I was just thinking gosh this is so understated like yep. And actually, it has such amazing benefits. Do you have any kind of experience in in that area? 
I do. And I'm so glad that you mentioned that um, there's so many individuals that I've encountered that have taken on meditation, Um, not only meditation, but prayer. You know, for me personally, I put my word on, you know, I have my gospel music going and it just puts me in a completely different place, you know, Mm -hmm. and, and it works for me personally. Now, prayer is not something that I definitely take on when I'm in session because we have to obviously respect everyone's religion and their beliefs. However, if I do have a client who believes in prayer and participates in prayer, it's something that I encourage and I have seen firsthand the positive effects when it comes to meditation and prayer. Mm-hmm. So can you um, talk to me about what the best thing is about having the position of being Mrs. Florida America? Oh, my goodness. Oh, there's just so many. But <laughs> <laughs> um, the first thing that comes to mind, in all honesty, is conquering a dream that I have worked for, for the past three years of my life. This is something that I have set the foundation for myself and my family. And to see that dream become a reality, it's just, I'm speechless. I can't even put it into words, the feeling, Um, but more or less is just being a tangible example to my daughter and to my son to never give up on your dreams and your goals, regardless of what the results may look like regardless of what others or naysayers may say, you continue to fight, you continue to press forward, um, and, and you make that dream a reality because of the Mrs. Florida America opportunity. You know, I have been able to continue on the campaign that I started about seven years ago, which is entitled Push, Persist Until Something Happens. And this is just another notch on the importance of pushing towards your goals, regardless of what everything may look like. Mm. So if there's anybody listening or watching out there today who is in uh, pursuit of their dreams and pursuit of their goals and they just feel like, you know what, it's been a while, it's not working, I'm just going to leave it right here, what would you say to them? That's, that was me, you know, um, that was me this time last year. I, this was my second go round for the Mrs. Florida America title. Last year, I was first runner up. So close, but I, I didn't walk away with the crown. Um, but that experience in itself taught me the importance of timing. So I would explain to them that, you know, for me personally, I'm a firm believer that God has a purpose for each one of our lives at the right time. Last year was not my time to reign as Mrs. Florida America. And now I understand that. So although you may be trying for the past year or five years or for some, maybe 10 years, timing is everything. Do not give up. If God puts it in front of you, he will get you through it and he will make sure that it comes to pass. Mm, That's so encouraging. And actually, you know, there's lots of people that I know that have, you know, got big dreams, big goals. And yeah they're still, you know, in the middle of the push, but actually it's just so inspiring to hear your story and to know that actually, you know, if it's, if it's your purpose, if it's something that you absolutely would die for, right? Exactly. you know, keep, keep doing what you're doing, keep pressing on, keep pressing forward. I mean, currently as part of the Lily Joe project, 
we've been looking at resilience as a series, um, teaching kids primary school age, so age four to 11 and age 11 to 16 about resilience, you know, which is the ability to bounce back when things get difficult. And, you know, this year 2020 has been difficult for so many in Absolutely. so many different ways. So many things have been thrown at us that we were not expecting. Um, what would you say is a key to building that resilience muscle? You know, for me personally, it's just seeing the silver lining in everything. And I know it's easier said than done, but I love what you just stated. You know, 2020 has been a very unfortunate time in, in certain situations. However, you have to look at the positive side of things. You know, for me personally, 2020 has been a blessing. You know, it's given me the opportunity to reconnect with my family. It's, you know, painted a picture of the importance of having family time and, you know, unplugging and, and sitting down at the dinner table and having those conversations. Um, it's brought my marriage closer. You know, my husband and I, we can communicate a lot more. Um, I'm able to spend that one-on-one -on -one time with my children um, because I am working remotely now. So like I said before, although it has had its unfortunate times, it has been such a blessing. Um, and it's so important for us as individuals to understand, to always try to see the brighter side of a situation, even if it's at its darkest time. Yeah, that's so good. I love that. Looking for the silver lining. And, you know, what's the alternative? The alternative is to look at the negatives and right. to get yourself into that vicious cycle um, of negative thinking, of depression, of feeling, of feeling low. So actually looking for the silver lining, being grateful. You know, I've been trying to put five things a day in my journal that I'm grateful for. And that's been really helping me to build that resilience muscle and to go, actually, you know, there are so many things, like you said, that 2020 has brought if we could only just look and see and take stock. So I would encourage anyone listening today to maybe have that um, word with yourself, that conversation with yourself, that journal time where you go, what am I grateful for? What am I, uh, what, what's happened this year that would have never happened had COVID-19 not been a thing and really taking stock and going, yeah, actually, this is what I'm going to focus on. And when we focus on those things, they get bigger, don't they? In a good Absolutely. way. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I couldn't agree more. And it's so funny that you stated that um, something myself alongside the other Mrs. America contestants are doing for the month of November. Every day we're posting um, a daily dose of a grateful heart, you know, and being able to participate in that has really given me a pure reflection of take a step back. You know, you have so much to be grateful for, even the smallest of things that we take for granted, you know, um, like yesterday, you know, we had election day here in the, in the United States, and I made a post about just being grateful for my country. You know, that's something that we don't talk about a lot, but, but you know, we should be very grateful for the country that we live in, you know, our family, the, the women that have set the paths for us, you know, just, just everything that's in before us right now. I think we just take a step back and understand that, you know, we should be grateful because we, there are so many other people that wish they could have what we have in this particular moment. Yeah, so good. I love that. So yeah. how can my listeners 
find you and connect with you you mentioned social media there how can we find you on social media and kind of get to know you and follow along on your exciting journey sure um on facebook uh, it's just vita sheffield hargret you can follow my journey there and of course on instagram we have mrs florida america 2020 and you can find me on instagram Amazing. Well, we will definitely be doing that. Um, thank you so, so much for your time and your wisdom and your expertise this afternoon, this morning for you. <laughs> um, and really looking forward to following your journey. And we'll make sure that we put all the links in the description box below. So thank you so much. And oh, thank you. Soon. Yeah. It was awesome. Thank you so much for having me. It was such a privilege. And I look forward to continuing to connect. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you did, please be sure to subscribe. And if you're feeling generous, why not share with your friends? Please check the description box below for extra links and further information to some of the topics discussed in today's episode. Also, you'll find information about what's coming next. For further information, top tips and advice on all kinds of mental health issues, including low mood, anxiety, self-harm, eating disorders and more, please do check out www.thelilyjoeproject.com. You can find my music across all digital platforms, including Spotify and iTunes. See you next time.